0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Okay, good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. This uh, week, today, our shul has a, a very great fortune that uh, we're having a Hachnasah Sefer The Weinberg family is dedicating a Sefer Torah, Le'il Enishmas, their father, to our shul. Um, and it's also a very opportune week to have a Hachnasah Sefer Torah. Because this week's parasha speaks about Vayib Nsaya Ha'orayin, moving a Sefer Torah. So we're going to speak about some of the halachas, of whether it's permitted to move a Sefer Torah. Are you allowed to take a Sefer Torah out of the arain If you're not going to read from it. Technically not, you're not allowed to. Even to take a Sefer Torah out for, let's say, a one-time reading is somewhat questionable. There's a famous comment of the Archa Shulchan that unless you read from a Sefer Torah three times, you cannot take it out of an Arain. However, the Mishnaburah doesn't agree with that. The Mishnaburah is much more lenient. The holds as long as you put it in a Makayim Kavua, you could take it out even for one time. In fact, Rosh Zaman would say there are three things that people mistakenly think that you have to do three times. One is that in order to take out a Sefer Torah, you have to read from it three times. Usham Zaman says it's incorrect. Mishnah Bruce says as long as you have an orange to put it in even, even one time The other thing is people think you have to fast Three times before your bar mitzvah No, no basis for that Why are you torturing your kid? You know how to torture children Not only is it illegal, it's also against the halacha You cannot make children fast Before their bar mitzvah Only Yom Kippur Other tanisim, no, can't and the other thing people think you have to do three times is maybe wash your hands three times when you come out of the Beisad This was a famous statement of Rav Shomazaman. I just want to point out something interesting about Parshish B'halo Yishcha before we begin the topic of Sefer Torah. We know that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the light, he created a very special light. He created the arhagonos, But he saw that the world could not withstand it, that the world was not worthy of it. So Hashem hid it away for the tzaddikim. How long did that light last for? That original light? 36 hours. There's an idea that when Aaron HaKoyin lit the Menorah, he brought out the hidden light of creation. So it's interesting, by every act of creation, it says, It <laughs> It always says, It always says, God said there should be, and it was. God said there should be, and it was. There was only one thing where God said it should be, and it wasn't. Vayar Malikim ar. it doesn't say Vayihchein. It says Vayihchein, because it wasn't Chein. It, 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 it wasn't the way God wanted it. It wasn't the way the Rav Hashem wanted it. Hashem wanted it to be the special light, but He couldn't he couldn't bring it out. So it doesn't say Vayar Malikim Yehiar Vayihchein. It says But it wasn't Chein. When Aaron lit the Menorah, it says... Vayas Kain Arayin. This week's parsha, Aroin made it Cain. the light that Hashem intended. Aroin made it; he brought it out. That's why it says Vayas Kain Aroin. That's the secret of Rashi in the beginning of the parsha. Melamed Shivchay shall Arayin shall We see the great praise of Aaron that he did not deviate. What does that mean? The great praise of Aaron that he didn't deviate. That when Hashem said Yehi are. Aaron brought out the R the way it was supposed to be. Because all the mafarshim ask, what do you mean Aaron didn't deviate? You would have thought Hashem told them to do A and Aaron went play, to play golf instead. What does it mean? It means that Aaron brought out the original intention of the light of creation. So the Menei Soscha writes that the 36th parsha in the Torah is parsha's behaloishcha. To indicate that this parsha brings out the original light of creation that serviced the world for 36 hours. So, I want to share with you a few ideas about Hakhnasa Sefer Torah and regarding kissing a Sefer Torah. If you look at number five on your sheet, the interesting Shiloh was brought to Rab Chaim Falaji. Rab Chaim Falaji was one of the great rabbis of Izmir and I had the zchus to be at his kever about a year and a half ago in Turkey. He brought up in the year a tough race you Tough ratio. That's the year six ten, which is the year eighteen fifty. Okay, in Chodesh Nisan and Nivar, there were big earthquakes in Izmir. Remember, Gordon? Remember, in eighteen fifty, in Izmir, there were a lot of earthquakes. And in those days, a certain Talmud went to sleep, and he had a dream. And in his dream, he took a sefer Torah, and he took it out into the streets. And everyone was kissing the Sefer Torah, and everyone was hugging the Sefer Torah, because by kissing and hugging the Sefer Torah, you're Mavatel Gezeroys Kashayis Verois. That was the dream. So his question is now that he had this dream, that he was able to mavato the Gezeroys in Izmir by kissing and hugging the Sefer Torah, then maybe in Izmir they should take out the Sefer Torah into the streets, kiss and hug it, and this way they will be Mavato the impending. Uh, Earthquakes—that's the shayla. But on the other hand, we mentioned you now to take out a sefer Torah. So Chaim Falaji responded as follows: You're now to do this. You cannot take a sefer Torah out of an arayin and bring it to the marketplace. This is what the Gemara says. This is what the the poskim say. We don't pay attention to dreams. Why? Because since it's aser min hadin to take out a sefer Torah, shaloi letzayrich kriya. So we don't pay attention to a dream that's K'nege Halacha. Because if you look in Simit Tafresh Tes, the Torah brings the name of Sadio that you cannot bring out a Sefer Toira, Shaloi L'tzorech, if you're not reading it. So therefore, on Sukkis, on Simchas Torah, the Psak is that the Hakafai should be after Kriyasat. Torah. Why? Because once you took it out to read it, okay, you could dance with it. But you can't take out a Sefer Toira just to dance with it. And that's the Ikkar Halacha. Even though the Torah concludes that's not the Minag, that's because we're lenient, because we're not taking it out of the shul. We're just taking it out of the Aroin, we're keeping in the shul, so you could dance with it, even though you're not reading from it. Or that's how we could take out a Sefer Torah on, by the Hoishanahs. By the way, that's why Minag that's Ashkenaz why, is we take out the Sefer Torah, Right before Kriya Because you can't stand oh, now Musaf? now we're going to take out a Sefer Torah. Excuse me. It's actually the opposite. Nasach is you take out, you take out for Hashanah at the end of Musaf. Nasach is you take it out right before Kriya Satorah. Thing is, it doesn't really help that much. Because you put it back, and then you take it out for the Kriya. But why are you allowed to take out a Sefer Torah for Hashanah? Because you're keeping it in the shul. The same way we take it out the night of Yom Kippur. But to take out a Sefer Torah into the Shuk, which is a makam that's not kavoid, there's no permission to do so. And therefore, and the Zohar Kodesh is very machmir, he says, Even from one shul to another, it's Asr. So therefore, we don't pay attention to such a dream. Now the question is, what if the sea is bitsara? Are you allowed to take out a Sefer Torah to the cemetery? The Chida writes in number 6, it's Asr. What about if, oh, what about a new Sefer Torah is coming? <coughs> so you're allowed to take out the Sefer Torah to greet the other Sefer Torah. He says, <laughs> However, Rabbi Yosef Irgaz, actually it's interesting, Rabbi Yosef Irgaz was one of the earliest Mikubalim. He's buried in Lavarno. One time I had this chust to be at his kever. We happened to be in Livorno. We found the kever of Rabbi Yosef Ergaz. How, so he says you cannot take out Sefer Torah to greet another Sefer Torah. But he brings that Rabbi Yaakov Abu Hav. He says you're allowed to take out a Sefer Torah to greet another Sefer Torah. You're even allowed to bring a Sefer Torah to a different shul so that, the, the, so that this shul should have seven Sefer Torah for a Simchas Torah. So he says, the Chida concludes, For Simchas Torah, L'Chvoidah, or for Simchas Torah, that Rishi 7, you're allowed to. So in other words, bottom line is, you're allowed to take out a Sefer Torah if it's for the covet of the Sefer Torah. But you cannot take out a Sefer Torah into the marketplace, just because a guy had a dream, and in his dream, people were kissing the Sefer Torah and being Mavata L'Kzairah. So there's a Sefer called, Hanechamada Mizav, Mipaz written by Reb Pincha Zavichi. He says, let's thinking, think about this Shiloh Reb Chaim Falaji. Reb Chaim Falaji was asked, a guy had a dream, and in the dream, were um, to prevent earthquakes, to prevent people from dying, he dreamt they took out a Sefer Torah, and everyone kissed it in the street, and he wanted to know, can we take out the Sefer Torah, to kiss it in the street, to be mavato gazero rois, rois Why didn't Reb Chaim Falaji say, of course you can't, that's ludicrous. Since when does taking out a sefer Torah on the street, since when is the mavato Zeyrus Royce? Since when is kissing a sefer Torah, mavato Zeyra. Since when is hugging a sefer Torah, mavato He should have told him his dream was nonsense. Instead he said, no, we can't do it because the halacha says you can't take out a sefer Torah on the street. Why didn't he say, because taking out a sefer Torah on the street is not going to do anything. Elamai, we see, Derb Chaim Falaji held, that taking out a sefer Torah on the street will do something. It could be Mavato Xayros. If you kiss a Sefer Torah, it will be Mavato Xayros. If you hug a Sefer Torah, it will be Mavato. The only problem was that you're not allowed to take it out into the street, but he never questioned the efficacy of such a practice. Reb Chaim Falaj never questioned whether taking out a Sefer Torah, hugging it and kissing it does something. Avada, if a person sees a Sefer Torah and he hugs it and he kisses it, he could be Mavatel It's just you can't bring it out into the street. So therefore, if there would ever be an occasion where you could bring out the Sefer Torah, when would such occasion be? By Hechnas' Sefer Torah. Somebody's riding the Sefer Torah, he lives in Cedar Bay Park, How's he going to get it to the shul? He has no alternative other than to march it from his house to the street. Then whatever block the Sefer Torah goes, it will bring bracha to that block. And anyone who hugs and kisses the Sefer Torah then c- could be mechaven, that in, in um, reward for showing Kavai to a Sefer Torah and ava to a Sefer Torah, It should be mevatel gezeros reis. Why can't you Why can't you write it in the base letters mm-hmm, so just write it in the shul It seems like that's legitimate because at the end of the day it's not doesn't belong to the shul It belongs to the guy. it's his setyira. The mitzvah is the of you know v um it seems like you should take ownership of it. You have to own it to mekayim the mitzvah, right? If you give it to the shul, you lose the mitzvah. So it's mine. I'm doing it. I, this is where I do my mitzvah. I'm allowed to do it in my house. So now I've got to get it to the shul. So it seems like that um, the, the Sefer Torah, being marched to the street, his Lashon is... And it could be Megan and it could be Meshia. So I'm very happy they are not marching it down um, the street over there because then they would have to cross Peninsula. They're marching down Oakland Avenue. If anybody wants to buy a house on Oakland Avenue this week to have special bracha, um, I know someone. I know some Levim, They would sell their house for ten million dollars. They'll send, sell your house to be Zoyche, to have a house on a street where sefer Torah is gonna walk by. So, okay. So, so from here we see that there is something great being accomplished by hugging and kissing a sefer Torah. So I want to share with you. Uh, just this is a very simple idea. I didn't see this inside anywhere. There is a way that one could be mekayim de da'oraisa by hugging and kissing a sefer Torah. First of all, Kavad HaTayra. Kavad is greater than learning Tayra. The one thing in this world that's greater than Limad HaTayra is Kavad HaTayra. When you hug and kiss the Sefer Tayra, you should be mechavein that you're bringing honor to the Sefer Tayra. Don't do it as a thoughtless act. And also, the Tayra and Hashem are one. There's a mitzvah in the Tayra of loving Hashem. Now, every day, at least once a day, one has to be mekayim, the mitzvah da'irais of loving Hashem. The optimum time to be mekayim that mitzvah is when you say the words, v'ahavta, is Hashem alekechad. If you're not able to muster the thought when you say v'ahavta, the Chavetz Chaim writes, do not eat breakfast in the morning, the same way you don't <laughs> eat before you daven, and you don't eat before you put on tefillin, do not eat until you know at least once a day I was mekayim, the mitzvah of avas Hashem. But every time you, t- you see a Sefer Torah and you kiss it, you should think, I'm Mekayim, the Mitzvah, the iraisa of Allah Hashem. Otherwise, you're just, you know, transferring your DNA onto the cloth of the uh, Sefer Torah. You might as well be Mekayim, a Mitzvah. Now, we're going to discuss how to kiss a Sefer Torah. So if you look at number 8, the Sharia Ephraim. Ephraim Zalman Margolis. He, this, uh, he wrote a sefer on Hilchus Kriyas HaTorah. He says shekal mekarev atzmaik sefer Torah. The minog is that everybody brings himself close to see the Sefer Torah. When the Sefer Torah is brought out, even the guy who's sitting in left field, he's in the bleachers, he should bring himself close to see the Sefer Torah. Men should see it. Women should see it. Even people in the a different section, if they hear the Sefer Torah is coming out, they should run into the shul, Lerois, to see the Sefer Torah, because of Beroi am Hajus melach V'chol anyone who's close to it, noishkim HaSefer Torah You kiss it with your mouth. Don't blow a kiss. Don't blow a kiss. That's for, you know, your great aunt. Don't blow kisses. You kiss it with your mouth. And when you kiss the Sefer Torah, you should say, and ashikois pio. And if you're close enough, you should hug the Sefer Torah with your right hand. You should say, Vyaminoi to Chabakaini. And if you can't kiss it with your mouth, you should kiss it with your hand. That's what the Shari Ephraim writes. Not all it, not all what? Not all women? Yeah. The Mishabura talks about whether uh, a woman who is in a certain time of the month should come but nowadays we we're lenient about that now in the Pisgah Sharm which is commentary on the Sharia Frayim he brings that there are certain svarim that mock kissing with the hand what are you doing kissing with the hand people go why are you kissing yourself we, we know you like yourself we know but why are you kissing yourself so the, he brings, no, it, it, it has meaning. Because since you're kissing the place on your hand that touched the Sefer Torah, it's like what you're saying is, by touching the Sefer Torah, a little bit of a Roshim of the Kedusha remains on your hand, and that's what you're kissing. After all, how do you kiss your tefillin? When people kiss their, they go like that? They, they, they put their mouth on the Ton shayad. Have you ever seen anyone kiss the Ton Shal wearing it? That's a feat. That's not easy to do. To kiss with your mouth, try that. Uh, try, try kissing the tefillin shalroish with your mouth. You can't do it. Elamai, you uh, when when a person's mesiach das, or you want to move it from your place, you you touch the tefillin and then you uh, then you kiss your hand. So there is meaning to kissing your hand. Now comes Rav Hinkin, and Rav Hinkin speaks. Uh, Rav Hankin speaks very strongly about not actually putting your mouth on the sefer Torah, and he writes two reasons for this. He, you know, Rav Hinkin was a rabbi in the Caucasus region, in uh, by for Georgian Jews, and he says the minog of Svardim, and he says it's correct. They don't kiss the sefer Torah with their mouth, meaning they don't put their mouth on the mantle, but rather they like they point to it. And then they kiss their finger. And he says that's the right way to do it. Number one, because, you know, to kiss somebody with your mouth on them, that shows very, very, uh, that shows intimate closeness. Right? You ever go to a wedding and your, like, third cousin comes over to you and he gives you this really, he gives you this really wet kiss. And you think to yourself, you know, I haven't seen you in seven years. You know, we're not that close. Right? But what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to, you can't, you, can't, you can't shove him. You can't push him away. It would, it would create a whole scene. Imagine you want to go to a wedding. Your third cousin comes. And you get into a brawl. So you let it happen. But you're thinking to yourself, come on, you know, like, we're not that close. So it says Rav Henkin, well, you're kissing the Torah with your mouth. You're, you're, yeah, really? Could, uh, let's take out the Torah. Could you read one Pasuk in the Chumash? You know, could, could you, do you know anything? you know a Rashi? You're not that close to its gaiva to kiss the Torah like that. As if, you know, as if it's like your father and mother. That's the first thing. First thing is it's gaiva. Second thing is, you're transferring every infectious disease in your system to the mantle of the Sefer Did you inoculate yourself before you kissed the Sefer Did you take an alcohol spray, spray your mouth, take a wipe, alco- propyl wipe, and wipe the inside of your mouth before you... You didn't do that. So why... The, the guy who's going to kiss it after you, he doesn't need your stuff. So therefore says, Rav Hankin, it's not right... To expectorate your saliva onto the sefer Torah, and especially when you get an aliyah, he says, first of all, it's a ganus for the sefer Torah; it's medically forbidden. And he says another thing, and this again, I'm not telling anybody what to do. Um, when you get an aliyah, so almost everybody they take the the man, they take the the belt. They put it on the Makkah of the Aliyah. So they're thinking, they're honoring you to get an Aliyah. So how do you repay the Seva Torah? You wipe out letters of the Seva Torah. You think it's good for the Oisiyos to have that Shemata on it? Get the Shemata off the letter. And then, and then some people even kiss it after. You're just, you're just erasing Seferi Torah. Therefore, the best thing to do is you put it on the Makkahim next to it or below where there's nothing written. That's what I do. if I I get an aliyah, I I look and I kiss the cloth where there's no icy ice. Again, this is Rav Henke and Shita. Um, And when it comes to kissing a Sefer Torah, could be a good way to do it if you want to get, you know, as if you're kissing it with your mouth. So what do some people do by a wedding? They don't want to be antisocial. So they're not going to be the guy who doesn't kiss their cousin. But they just get close enough where they don't mamish kiss, you know, it's like you get almost. So you could do the same thing with the Sefer Taira. You get close. If anybody's looking, it looks like you're kissing the Mantle. You know, but you don't have to actually, it doesn't have to be um, B'Negiyah. Anyway, that's what Rav Hankin says. But these are two Mahalchem, and it had to be Menashek, the Sefer Taira. But when you're the Mantle? Uh, hey, Oh so that right. So if you're gonna kiss the thing, so you you know, you you get to the into the first problem. Right. But at least you're not erasing, you know, Shamite. So I, I guess, you know, you have to blow a kiss, fake it. <laughs> fake it. Right. Or you could put on a mask, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you touch it with the sitter. What? Same idea with the hand. You mean what? To kiss a siddhar? You touch the Torah and then you kiss the cedar. You know, Rabbi Soh Raisin would say over that if a sefer falls, many people pick it up and they kiss it. Rav Pam's Minhag was that if a sefer would fall, he would pick it up and learn from it. So, you know, you could do an, an external act of showing kavod or you could do a real meaningful act of showing kavod. Anyway, the bottom line is, um, I once saw in the Sefer Mo'yed L'cholchai, or of Chaim Falaji, that he brings, that there was somebody who was Zoycha to a very great shalshalas of Torah. He was Zoycha to many generations of Tamecha Hamim. And when he was asked why he was Zoika to that, he said it's because on, when there was Simcha's Torah, he rejoiced before the Torah with all of his strength and all of his might. And he was mechabe the Torah. So, Midah Hashem was him with many generations of uh, Yereim Ushlemim. In fact, Rebbe Yosef's father was not a rabbi, was not a rav, and he said, and they say that he was zaychad to Rebbe because on Simchas Torah he was the one who like led the singing and led the kavod of the Sefer Torah. So the being mechabit Sefer Torah is a great Sigula. Uh, first, we saw it could even be mavatel Gezeirois Rois You could be mechabit to in the midst of kavodat Torah, avasat Torah. It's a that Torah should remain in your family, to be zoichet zara do la yivzoik, v'dilo min peskama And let's just read one more thing, Rabbi Pinchas Zavich, he writes here number 11, he says that a story, um, that there was a terrible Gzeera of the Malchus, and they didn't know what to do to about the gzera, and they were davening and davening and davening, and they weren't answered. And come Simchas Torah, they danced, and they were mesameach with the Savior Torah, besimcha like they never did, and they sweated besimcha shel mitzvah, and they continued dancing, even matzoy simchas Torah and right after simchas Torah, they were, the Gazer was nespatel. And then the government tried to reenact it, and they were not successful. And everyone attributed to the great exuberance and simcha they displayed in honor of the Sifrei Torah. So, we should be zoicha to, to give cover to the Torah and to show ava to the Torah and Hashem should be mevatel gezei rois, rois We once said over that through simcha, a person could be mevatel gezei The remez is, b'sil ki b'simcha seitzeo. Through simcha, you could uh, be mevatel gezei rois, rois. As the story goes, uh, they say about Reb Simcha Bunim and he once saw a guy he was drowning. Everybody was call call, Hatzalah, call call the lifeguard, call the marines, and Reb Simcha Bunim shouted down, "Hey, when you drown, send regards to the Leviathan." <laughs> and people were like, "What? What's going on? How cruel could you be? You know, now you're not jumping into the same man, you're mocking him. All of a sudden, the guy who was about to drown, he started." <laughs> he started laughing. He, you know, he started chuckling. He started chuckling. He got some kayach. He started, got, got kayach. He was able to swim ashore. So this is uh, just an illustrated idea. Keep a Sometimes simcha could take you out of your problems. Did I? Do you mind me? Yes. Oh. I mean, you, um, you like sort of embrace the Torah and you kiss your hand. You think it might have been very Yeah, so you sort of, you're mekayim what the Shai Ephraim says, because he says to embrace it, right? He says to, to hug the Sefer So while you're hugging it, you sort of uh, come close, and you put your hand in between, in order to be mouth between between uh, your mouth and the mantle. Practically, is that, going to just, is that going to delay the Torah eventually getting to the Bimah? If, every, if everyone did that, that could. You mean it's Tirchadat <laughs> Um, Not everyone's going to do it, don't worry. It's like I remember when in Masifta, somebody asked the Rosh Hashiva, you know, you're saying everyone should be at Tamil Chacham, everyone's going to come at Tamil Chacham, then there's, uh, you know, who's going to pave the streets? And who's gonna do the dry cleaning? And who's gonna do all the services? So Rosh said, don't worry, not everyone's gonna become a Tamil Okay everyone, have a great day. Ka'alta. Lachamat You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.